Johnny Deska. Black Joku Taku Talk with Parker Senpai. What's up, guys? This is Parker Senpai, your host. This is episode number she of Black Jokes with Taku Talk. I'm here today with Jess Marie Lorraine. Yes, my guest today is Jess Marie Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't a, sound like that. Oh, but you do. <laughs> but obviously, not as not as cute as me, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> Just to start off with a little introduction, Jess is the operations director at the company Divine Unwind. Their intentions are to create spaces that are sacred and are mostly... I gotta correct you. Oh, shit. Go for it. (laughs) It's Divine Unwind. What did I say? Unwind. Oh! Do you want to redo it? I can't read. No. (laughs) There are no cuts. There's no cuts. (laughs) Let's go. And it's more of a brand. It's not a company. Just let you know. But keep going. Oh, keep going. No, please. Oh, yeah, so... This is not my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Go for it. You're good. I've never done this before. No, I'm loving it. Go. Um, no, so it's basically a brand, um, a collaborative brand that brings people together to create sacred space for self-work, whether that's events or... Um, we have some things in the works. Um, there have been no recent... Um, things happening due to a pause but um we hope to get back on track and bring some more stuff but um yeah it's more of a brand than a company it's because of the collaboration of different people coming together there's no you know head of anything but i have the title operations because i'm really good at the planning and the organization so yeah it's it's been a really cool experience better than me because i planned this podcast out and there you are just making it work and i appreciate that <laughs> I really do. I'm not mad. No, once I leave, I may be a little bitter, but it's fine. It's cool. It's cool. (laughs) Well, thank gosh. Yes. And she's also the founder of another brand. Is that what you want to call it? Yeah, it's basically my brand. My business. I don't don't want to. No, keep going. Okay. All right. Founder of the business, the... Maraki? The Marakai Method. Marakai Method. (laughs) Boom, first try. Let's go. It's a Greek word for um, putting soul into everything that you do. So it really describes who I am as a person and how I work, how I serve others, how I teach. Okay. So. I like that. Now, what do you do? So I have two hats. One is healing based, which is all of the yoga, qigong, um, hopefully Ayurveda down the line in a couple of years. Um, really serving people that um, want space to practice and to find healing and my teaching. Um, and then the other side is all my digital marketing. So my websites, um, the agencies I work for, um, the independent projects I work on. So. Um, website building is a big one so um, yeah it's it's going to become more of the healing aspect but mm-hmm. it's basically the umbrella for everything I do when it comes to work or serving other people I knew some of those words I'm going to be quite honest with you <laughs> but I'm also like very interested in seeing where that goes for you and just like 
obviously we're going to be talking more about it and yeah. I want to learn more about what you do because yeah. it's actually really interesting to me especially the website design part of it because yeah. I be using like Google's websites and <laughs> which honestly it was crazy is like when I had my catering company and yeah. stuff like Google gave me a free website and everything there you go. and like people still hit me up about it and I'm just like because of the whole me and my friend and her yeah. boyfriend weren't like it was, it's awkward so actually she started up a catering company with only baking so I'm happy for her that's fantastic and we were talking me. about yeah you helped that. me out with that mm-hmm. you know, I still would love to do that I just if I do catering I want like I'm not I want to do baking too but I I can't bake anymore like that cause it's just I could do it all day the military ruined me I could do it all day all day all day We'll talk after this. We'll talk. But <laughs> <laughs> Seg- going back to We're going to segue into the next segment here. <laughs> All right, guys. It's that time. It's, uh, One Piece progress segment. Jessica is still in the room with me. Um, she's just sitting here watching my mouth move. She may say some. She may have a burst of laughter. Just don't worry about it. There's another person in the room. It's <laughs> all recorded off-site from where I usually record. We are inside her house right now. Location. You don't need to know that. You guys are creeps. Um, so, I'm on episode 178. I know last time I said I was on episode 138. So, I've definitely watched 40 episodes in the last two weeks. And, um, guys, I just don't even, like, I don't even, like, understand where I'm at right now. Because the introduction of Blackbeard was so cold. And it was right after Luffy and Zoro got their asses beat because they let it happen in the in the bar when they're like talking about you guys are looking for the sky island you you're not you're dreamers we don't we don't fuck the the days of pirates living on dreams means nothing and luffy came back after he got his ass beat and stone cold murdered this freaking slinky ass toy story 4 wannabe dude with the the freaking spring spring fruit like i was just it's, and it's just the philosophical overload in these like 40 episodes is killing me because I know I have like practically 600 more to go and it's just like more it's more than 600 episodes left in this series and like almost every single episode is just like on the way here I, I lied I'm not on episode 170 I'm on, on episode 180 because on the way to Jess's place I was watching anime and uh, I know what people are thinking that's unsafe and you know you're not my mom so like right now I just watched Connie's dad die and we're not even gonna I, I, that, that, that mess, messed me up but the fact that like the sky Pia's like reign is all about like whoever's the strongest is called God that doesn't make any sense to me and then you have Inuru who is lightning himself which I'm I'm kind of spoiling it for myself Granted, Enyuru to me is, like, the dictator that Hitler wanted to be. Because he's, like, stone cold. Like, obviously, the strongest dude right now to them. Because he is lightning, which they say that people thought was God and before. But it just doesn't make any sense to me. But also, what does make sense to me is that he is lightning and Luffy is a rubber man. So, obviously, Ruf- Luffy, not Rufy, we don't, we don't do that here. But uh, Luffy can freaking murder this dude because lightning doesn't, like, rubber doesn't conduct electricity. So that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. But they keep taking Luffy out of the fight because he's still in the snake right now. 
and then that's when I showed up here. So uh, uh, we'll figure that out next week, guys. But right now, just One Piece is just I'm so I'm so mad at myself for like sleep, not even not sleeping, but just straight up like telling myself like I can't watch 800. I can't I can't watch this and have a life because I am doing that right now. And that's all I have to say on One Piece progress this weekend, guys. Tell me if I'm a bitch or not in the comments below. Alright guys, so now we're going to get to know our guest a little bit more. As you already know, she is a smart person, wonderful person, entrepreneur, but we need to know the Antaku that lives inside or is hibernating for better anime to watch for her lifestyle. So don't know why I whispered that. That's creepy. <laughs> Jess, what animation works of arts are you? are taking in at this very moment. I am starting to rewatch Castlevania. Okay. Um I try not to watch Death Note as much as I used to. Why? Um not? just to separate. Oh, just and, to branch out? Yeah, branch out but also like because Death Note was actually the first, like, anime series, like, TV series that I watched. Okay. And um, my roommate, an ex-roommate um, from a couple of years ago, a very good friend of mine, he introduced me to it, and I was, like, all about it. But um, it's been a couple of years since I've known about it, but um, Castlevania for sure. Um, Netflix launched, like, um, Love, Death, and Robots, I think. That was so good. So good. Um, I forgot what the episode title was, but the um, fox nymph. Oh, I know what you're of, talking about. Oh my god, it was fantastic. That was, that was really it was sexy. absolutely fantastic. <laughs> oh, but incredible. Like, they did a beautiful job, and that was probably my favorite one out of all of them. Um, and besides that, um, there is one show on Netflix as well. As you can tell, Netflix is like my main source for all That's this fine. stuff. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Children of the Whales. You watch that? Oh yeah. You're still a sane person. <laughs> it like, was. A, I'm insane. And no, I know. I, know. That, it was, like, I really appreciated it, and you. That was. I really did appreciate it. That was freaking tears. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. It it's, was such a like. Oh, this is really nice and spirited. You know, they're on the mud whale, and then it just goes. Oh. Yeah, oh. real fast, real fast. It, oh gosh, it got so dark. But it was, I thought it was beautiful, and it was, and but Castlevania, I'm going back to that because I, I enjoy the vampire esque sort of dark. Really, really, two stuff. opposite people. I like the darker side to anime a little bit more than like. I just don't like vampire animes that much. I love like I wasn't forced to, but my friend, other friend Jessica. She, oh, loves, funny. she loves Vampire Night, and it's like seen that one. it's it's a it's a drama mm. more so than like action. The action scenes were okay, but it was more like oh I can't believe that this happened or something mm. like. And the ending, the ending like drama that happened, just got weird. And it, and it was just it was good, but it, it was um what I told her was it was an anime that kind of kind of gave you what you wanted. Then it took it away, and then it gave you something new, and it just, 
it was satisfying and all the wrong reasons. Mm, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you're reading a book and you like you think you know the ending, and then it just like the artist is like, mm, I'm a fuck with them. Yeah. They, they paid forty dollars for it for me to fuck with them. That's fine. Like, <laughs> oof. But the only vampire anime that I actually like to watch was a uh, Seraph of the End. And it was more of an action one. Like, mm. it got really crazy, and I like that stuff. Yeah, Castlevania is pretty gory. It is. And it is. it's, like, people really don't expect me to, like, be able to sit through it. And that's the thing, I don't, like, sit through it. I, like, turn away or... Really? Yeah. I. Like, yeah, and it's it's actually has more to do with, like, the sound. Like, the scenes where one of the characters was um, whipping themselves in the back. Do you remember that? I remember seeing that and like it was really disturbing and then I realized like oh this is actually like darker than I thought it was gonna be but um I got through it and I appreciated it for what it was and I hope it continues I'm pretty sure it is um, I have no idea but yeah that's that's pretty much the only reason I don't have any ideas because I think I watched like the first episode of that one that was on Netflix the Castlevania one yeah 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 you know that that moment when like it's not your Netflix and then break up with the person <laughs> and then they finally kick you off well it's not that so she oh, didn't kick I me see, off the Netflix that. she got a new debit card uh-huh. and forgot to switch it to the Netflix so we just lost Netflix altogether and then she got it again mm. and she has yet to tell me the code but I did get another Netflix password from someone else there you go that's a friend there you a go friend, so there's no there's no hope in that she just, like, <laughs> disconnect me off of it, you know. I'll, I'll realize it one day when I log on to my PS4 and it's like, oh, do I have Netflix again? Okay. Well, must, <laughs> I, must I piss someone off? <laughs> oh, my God. How funny. That'd be, oh, goodness. So, next thing I want to know. So, like, we already said that the first anime that you ever watched was Death Note. Correct? Series. For series. Yeah. What the about f- the first ever? Film. Um, I can never, I, I know what it is. I know the name of it. And mm-hmm. my friend Maddie, um, always reminds me of what it's called. Um, I think it's called Earthsea. Earthsea? Earthsea. The one with the, the, the dragon, the woman that becomes the dragon and. The woman the, that becomes a dragon or the, man, the little boy that becomes a dragon? Is it the little boy that becomes is a dragon? Is it a girl in a little pink dress? Spirited away? Is that what it is? No, it wasn't Spirit It's not away. Spirit It's away. not Spirit away. It's called Earthsea. Earthsea, I believe. I'm going to look this up right now because that's actually the first anime film that I watched by myself. I was a teenager and it just seemed very intriguing. Was it on like TV or did, did you... F- I think it was on Netflix. It was on Netflix. Wow. Dude, it was I, a I long forget time that Netflix ago. has been out for It's a been while. around for a while. <laughs> like, um... And it's based on books. It's based on books. Um. Like I just recently looked at the uh, Amazon Prime, um, like all of their st- all the animes they have on stock there, and they have like animes from like nineteen eighty one. I was just like, damn. Yeah, dude. that's crazy. And like uh, I was talking, I was talking with my buddy. And that was actually when Leon was over at my place. And I was like, do I really want to put my eyes through that? Because watching older anime is very hard for me. Because mm. new anime is so 
highlights oh, yeah, and vivid. Like obviously, it's not just hand drawn. Sometimes it's like you know computer drawn. There's definitely like a huge difference on the anime we have now and the anime we had back then. I seen the anime back then was like trash. It's just my eyes is so hard because I know it can be better. Mm. <laughs> it can be so much better. I appreciate like, the I, old I do. stuff though. I do. Yeah. Like Astro Boy. That's mm. my shit. Mm. That was. Shit, I fucking... Oh, the other one I'm watching, or animated um, series, is a Samurai Jack. Ooh. And we have talked about that. Yeah, we have talked about that. I was waiting for you to say. My it. current, I know, I completely <laughs> forgot. My current roommate introduced it to me, um, and I just, I absolutely adore it. I could watch that Jack all day. Is a man. It's fantastic. Aku is an asshole. It's it's hilarious. The music is good. This, the writing is amazing. The imagination behind every episode is just brilliant. My favorite, I don't know if you've gone, I'm pretty sure you have already gone to it, but when he's in that nightclub and they're like, Oh, yeah. Show me your moves. <laughs> he just starts doing like his training. So amazing. <laughs> it reminds me of like those like, uh, those videos of like the Chinese schools that like have like their kids do like exercise in the morning. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He just gets everyone started and like doing the moves and shit. <laughs> Oh like, bro, that is so funny. It's a really good show. I really is. like it. It's definitely a good classic to watch and, like, to know about. But Earthsea, um, and it may not, not be... Oh, God, I really don't remember, but um, you can tell I haven't watched it in a while, but that was the first film, and it was so beautiful, beautiful because it was about this boy who was in this town and he was searching for something and then he comes across this shaman wizard guy and this the evil the villain person Mm -hmm. is this very actually feminine looking man figure he has black long hair black just really just disturbing looking um and the way he moved when he was like transforming and oh my god it was so eerie that i just had to keep watching it so Really? Um, yeah, it was just like, because usually at those points it's like, okay, am I so uncomfortable that I have to stop watching or should mm. I keep watching? But I mean, the end of the film was beautiful and it was fantastic and it was just a gorgeous anime. Um, and then after that was Ponyo, Ponyo, Disney. Um, Ponyo was so good. It was so good, and my my family was not into that at all and I was so excited and it was probably because of this first film that I saw because I was like wow I actually really enjoy this kind of animation or this kind of feeling and Ponyo had the same feeling it was a beautiful film so Ponyo Ponyo made you feel good and it was like there was some scary points in it yeah there were but (gasps) it's it's pretty gorgeous and I'm a a film score person too so it, it really is about the music and for most films yeah, like, a lot of the Miyazaki films, the music is just beautiful. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, like, that really, like, sells a point. And it's, like, it's, like, they don't use, they don't use, like, pop songs or too much of that stuff. No. Or even, like, even, like, um, like, the bands that they use for, like, scores in movies, they have them work on that score for that scene. Oh, yeah. Most times. Like, yeah. my favorite anime, Fooly Cooly, the band The Pillows was hired to create like to have like their their next album was going to be like pretty much scored to the anime that's amazing yeah so like they 
Like I, it's like Daft Punk and Tron, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, if that's, like, a... For people who, like, don't know what we're talking about. Right. It's that sort of agreement. And if you don't know who Daft Punk, you can just turn off his podcast. <laughs> you can just... Just go in the closet. You can just leave. Find a good hanger. No. No, listen, listen. Clear your ears out of all the crap that you've listened to before. Stay in the closet. Turn on Daft Punk. Then watch the movie Tron. These three hours will change your life forever. I would never ask someone to kill me. So <laughs> on my podcast. I was like, where is this going? Like, what is happening right now? Jeez. No. <laughs> the hangers are really thin, you know? Unless, unless they have, like, those thick ones. Like, I don't know. So Everyone has at least one metal hanger. Because, you know, they got to take their stuff to the dry cleaner. And they give you these shitty-ass metal hangers. <laughs> and they just... They pretty much make those in the back. They're <laughs> just like... Oh, my God. Got just another one for you, out. honey. Here you are. Keep whipping them out. Those things are terrible dangerous. All right, clear good segue into the main topic of today. (laughs) Women and anime. Now, this is a very broad subject, but we're going to knock it down. Narrow it down. In these three contra... Knock it narrow? Narrow it down. Is Is that okay to say? Narrow? Instead of knock it... Knocking it down means basically, like, to me, like, getting rid of it. Whereas oh. narrowing it down is, We're like, definitely not pinpointing it. We're definitely pinpointing. not going to sweep it under the rug. Yeah, no, no, no. No, Jesus. We're going to pick specific things. Because what if she cleans that rug? She will find everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh! That's where that went. <laughs> okay. But, um, we're going to narrow it down with three questions, which I feel are controversial, and just my own opinion... I didn't go to, like, Quora and look up these questions. I just honestly thought of these questions up. So bear with me. Quora is a great site, though. It is, and I would like to use it to find some good questions to mm-hmm. ask other people. But I was like, you know, maybe I was lazy. So no, I, I love like, this. This is organic. <laughs> organic. Non-GMO. Mm-hmm. No MSG. No pesticides. Even though MSG was good. But, um, <laughs> so as my first female goes. Thank you very much. On this podcast. Please be only honored, never offended by these questions that I'm about to ask you. Correct, yes. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm very ready. Okay. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> if kids are watching this, oof, anyway. Um, We're listening to it, but... You can watch with your eyes. That's blind. That's deaf people. Oh, I see where you're going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I got you. Mm, I feel you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Snaps. <laughs> All right. So, question one: Do you feel as if women are portrayed in a disrespectful manner in anime? By that, I'm talking about the big breasts, the extremely clumsy ones, and just like they're often portrayed as like super emotional, not not really listening to reason with some things. Which, you know, is like a super masochistic or a misogynistic way to look at women. Do you feel like anime portrays them in such a manner? Yes, but not generally. Okay. I don't, I think a very high percentage of anime does that to women, women based characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think all do that. 
I think there are some, when it comes to the others that are not a part of that percentage, I think there is a very uh, subtleness to um, misrepresentation of women. Um, to where it's not like an all-out attack. It's only yeah. used for like... Yeah. Um, like... Let's say like either just like character profiling or building and or plot building. Yeah, and you know, it's 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 really hard because there's a positive and negative to the portrayal. You can look at it as. Um, being flattering to women like the the creators of like these animes you know with the big boobs yeah like like portraying them as like sexy and like powerful and all this stuff and i'm like it could be seen as like a form of flattery but at the same time it's so not realistic in any way and it's more coming from uh the perspective of people wanting us to look that way or wanting but women in general to look that There's also, like, way. with the whole large breast things, yeah. there's also, like, the small breast ones. Yeah. you know, like, the, like, when you say sexy, it all depends on someone's idea of sexy. Like, you have, like, the lolly con people. Yeah, yeah. Which I... As long as the lollies are, like, 18, that's cool. Yeah. But if they're, like, obsessing over, like, some 15-year-old little girl in anime, like granted yes she's animated but dude she's 15 yeah so, like, it's kind of strange you need to not buy a body pillow of mm-hmm. her like yeah uh, so you get the fbi to open up to yeah. die mom motherfucker like it's it's not okay for me but i understand what you're saying and um it's for me i i'm bothered by it because of um having been insecure in the past and really growing from it and really accepting myself for what I look like, who I am as a person, my strengths, my weaknesses, all that other stuff. And I'd like to be portrayed in a way that's realistic in anime, even though anime is not real. Right. There are still ways to animate the female physique and the female... Uh, traits when it comes to like um, uh, being nurturing or being very calm and collected and you know just feminine feminine mm-hmm. qualities um, it th- there are ways to do that and I think that anime can go in that direction if it if the world is going to go in that direction which I hope it is and I, I see changes in all types of media, film, you know, uh, magazine, graphic design. Um, I think we're becoming a little bit more realistic because of what's happened in terms of um, women in society, women's rights, women's place, um, our voices and such. But anime specifically... It's uncomfortable for me to watch those kinds of things because it's not... Well, there's a whole genre of that. Yeah, there's a whole genre of that. Etchy mm-hmm. and or hentai. Which yeah. Hentai is like, oh, okay. Can't watch that at work. Etchy, you can watch it at work, but it's, it's, it's got to be censored or like just not do it at work, obviously. Yeah. It's like the softcore version of that. Sure. And you just got to really stray away from those, but a lot of anime 
because it's like a subgenre. It could be put into the etchy genre. It could be put into etchy because of like even like if one character has like these like size, age, breasts and shit. Yeah. But they're not flauntingly showing it. It's just like they're just stacked like that for some odd reason. Sure. And it's just like weird. I mean, the the most recent Castlevania, like the female character, she's sort of like um like a wizard witch sort of character Mm -hmm. and i think they portrayed her very well um standard to what anime has been doing not to the extreme and not like making her more masculine than she ought to be um but then there's the line so wait even in when they're made to be like masculine that that's where that's where i was going it's like there's a line too because the trans community the the Mm. lgbtq community it's like anime is a little behind on that i think and in terms of like because you ah trying to find my words masculine feminine characters male female characters man woman they've done a really good job at really differentiating the two and being like this is a woman because she has bigger breasts and she has long hair and she has this very short skirt on and we know it's it's a woman Mm -hmm. whereas the man it's like you know, it could be the guy in the t-shirt with the hair and, like, you know, you know when there's a masculine man and a feminine woman. But in terms of, like, LGBTQ characters, I don't see that a lot. And I'd like to. And I'd like to... Yeah, we need to open up your... I, that's what I'm saying. Because, I don't uh, think I've watched enough. Uh, but Even on Netflix, uh, Maggie? Maggie. They have plenty of scenes where it's, like, it's actually... I don't know if it's the same person, but it's she he or she always pops up and it's like when they go to like the red light district of a town or mm. something they're like uh what's his name uh, uh alibaba i think yeah alibaba and aladine they go and there's this one it looks like a dude it looks like a man but it's also a woman so it's like oh yeah and she has like a long needle nose, and she's like, and they're like, oh, we have the most beautiful woman for you. We'll bring her right out. And it was like, yeah, have her come on, let's go. And it's just this, yeah, ass buff woman. I, we don't we don't know the gender or whatever, mm-hmm. but that's definitely one of those like, it's like okay, they they inputted it. At they're least. going in that right. direction. They also have like they also have like uh, boy love animes and girl love animes. Okay. Yeah, they do. And uh, even in One Piece. Um, in the Alabasta arc, they had a guy, his name was Mr. Two, yeah, Mr. Mr. Two, and he was flamboyant as, like, he was gay. That's like, fantastic, there was, though. There's no way he wasn't, like, he, he looked, he looked like James Charles, like, for Oh, a wow. Like, he was, he was everywhere, and he was, like, he, he had, he could change his face to be anyone that he, he wanted and stuff. Oh, wow. But, yeah. So, like, the LGBT community is in those animes. Mm-hmm. And I just... But there's still, like, there, it, women. Right. Like, that's the problem. I think it's always been, like, women being overly... Exaggerated. Yeah. And it's like, why can't... <laughs> why can't you just... But men are, too, though. Yeah, in some... 
some and areas. like in some aspects where it's like most most women would look at it and be like oh no they want to be like portrayed as like a meathead muscle head fucking straight up idiot yeah. <laughs> like but like some i i i don't it's not that i'm not sensitive and i don't get offended it's just like i know that's not me yeah and like i'm not offended because there are things out there that are doing portraying women like that but it's more of like i'm uncomfortable and if scenes do come up and if a character comes up in something i'm already liking and i'm watching already it's like i'm not gonna stop watching it it's more of like the thought of like yeah i I really wish that she was more realistic oh yeah there's definitely moments like that for me in anime where it's like oh that's yeah. Pretty, uh, it's like, did she need to be that dramatic? Did she need to like? Cause that's not. That's that's where it comes from. Like, where people who watch anime, there are characters to us that are super annoying. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And one of my favorite anime is Black Clover. Asta, the main character, is a dude, but his like it's not just like him, like something as small as like his his voice actor, and the fact that he like screams a lot because mm. he has to. It's Asta. That's his character. But yo, like, <laughs> it was really hard to like get over that, and it's just like, dude, and, or like Dragon Ball Z in Japanese, Goku, his his voice is super annoying because mm. it sounds like it, it doesn't sound like a girl; it just sounds like super high pitched. Mm. And it's but it doesn't sound like a girl. Yeah, and it's just really annoying for me. And I don't even like Dragon Ball Z, but I don't know how people can like watch it. Interesting. In Japanese, and it's all preference, right? You know, it really is like. I, and that's why there's so much out there. There is. I think last time they checked, there was like like eighty thousand titles, something like that. Wow. Anime, I think. I may be like totally off on that. But that's just anime. Manga oh, wow. is way more. Yeah. Not all manga becomes anime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure like light novels, which is like the sub realm, which I don't. T- it's it's like people who write what they think could become a good manga it's like the manuscripts for harry potter that's what a light novel is hmm. okay and i you just not, can't do that I no i have a friend who <laughs> reads light novels and i was like oh bro you're insane mm. you're god <laughs> to me like i don't i can't do that yeah he's like bro it's not even that hard i'm like well when was the last one you read i was like like two days ago and it's like oh how long was it 60 pages oh wow and they're not like, they're not like book pages. They're like, long computer pages. Yeah, yeah. Long as fuck. Because it's, it's supposed to talk about everything that happens, and some of them are translated in English. Most of them are just originally Japanese, but it's like a lot. Interesting. I have mm-hmm. to experience that at least once. Yeah, I've only read one light novel. Oh wow. And it's because the anime got discontinued. But oh. I really wanted to know what happens next. Yeah. So sometimes that happens, and it and it went straight from a light novel to an anime, mm. which usually doesn't happen. So, because usually they use manga sales to help with anime production, mm. but this one is said, "No, we're gonna do it differently mm-hmm. and go from light novel to anime." And the anime didn't do as well as they thought it would do. Yeah. So, because of manga, if you make a sale off of manga. Because, one, you could have, you could sell digital copies of the manga, and say, like, someone used that digital copy and then, like, makes, uh, like, uploads it and shit, but they still have to buy 
the digital you still have to buy the digital copy or the main copy so that is one sale totally and like most people don't read manga online or they do but it's like some people that make anime they're like they don't really do it just for the money they just want someone to read it or yeah. some shit so like people aren't like the anime community isn't super mad about um like the sites that let you watch anime for free Mm. Not saying I do that, not incriminating myself, but <laughs> I do what I can for the anime community. You know, some of my paycheck goes to a variety of fundraisers for the anime, especially for the uh, Kyoto fire that happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, because um, that anime studio was one of the higher highest, is actually, no, the number one rated wow. anime studio for hiring women. So That's was, fantastic. Yeah, it was a really huge blow because it was a lot they made a lot of good animes that's one thing too you reminded me that i'd like to take note in when it comes to like discovering new anime is like women based meaning like women created it women took most part in it and Mm -hmm. and the development and the, the writing or whatever it is i'd like to to find that specific type of anime just type in google yeah just type in google google search type in women that created no not hentai anime Anyways. yeah <laughs> it's like when it tells you like are you looking for that like no 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 jeez alright so question number two is there a stigma attached to women who openly enjoy anime or is it just an art form that doesn't catch the attention of women easily I think it's the second more so more so um, I, I have a pretty interesting, um, background in terms of, like, media and, um, childhood interests. Um, I'm definitely 110% Zelda fan. And you know this. And... Yeah, your ringtone. Yeah, definitely. my ringtone. I swear I've heard it before. It was just hearing hey, it again. Wilson. Um, I love Navi and um, I discovered Zelda when I was given a GameCube for Christmas and I had no idea what the heck it was and it came with the GameCube it just came with it Um, did you know what a GameCube yeah yeah I wanted a GameCube because I wanted Dance Dance Revolution I have a funny story about <laughs> And I don't remember my age, but um, my parents were excited because it came with games. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And Zelda came on, and it came with the original Legend of Zelda. It came with Ocarina of Time, and it came Ooh. with Majora's Mask. Ooh. And Majora's Mask is my all-time favorite. I haven't played most of the newer Zelda games um, because of the systems and all of that but I did play Breath of the Wild for a bit um, when it was here in the house and then it it got taken away but um, the it wasn't my roommates it was their friend so he moved and all of that but um, someone stole the switch no no one stole the switch I would kill Um, but (laughs) I I do appreciate it for what it is and it's gorgeous and I could play that game for hours but in terms of like um, hitting like my soul and like the essence of who I am Majora's Mask is definitely one of those games and mm-hmm. ever since then 
I was so open to things like um, anime and um, comic books and um, just cartoons and all that different stuff that's not like real like media it's real to me i know it's real I'm <laughs> you know what i mean you know what i mean 2d 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 thank you that's easier to say <laughs> um and then i remember the first like dark um 2d film the hobbit i remember watching that and i yeah it scared the hell out of me because i was young but I was so fascinated by it. And then if you go back even more, when I was very young, Fantasia Ooh. hit me so hard. That was a child's acid dream. Like, like for, but that is what, that, 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 that's how I found film scores. That's how I found composed music, classical music. It just, all the, it's like, who am I? What, what is life? And all these things. And I, kept it with me my entire life and it's such a passion of mine but um the specific scene of fantasia was the very end the the demon-like um figure Mm. um and that that piece of music is just so i don't think intoxicating is the right word but it's the only thing that comes to mind it's like just kind of takes over and then Fantasia 2000 came around, and it wasn't as great until the very end with the Earth Nymph, the, the Nature mm-hmm. Nymph, and the, the, the composed music um, was around, I think it was titled, titled um, Firebird? Um, and it was about this lava-esque fire demon that came to destroy the planet that's what the 2d cartoon was and i was like oh my god it just fits so perfectly um but yeah i was very open as a kid to different forms of 2d and like um fantasy and books like i love reading fantasy i love um watching fantasy and i like sci-fi and that's kind of why i like star wars and star trek and you know, all this stuff. It just kind of, like, fed my openness. And I don't... I think I would have found it mm-hmm. if I didn't find it back then. But um, being a female that was a gamer who also played, like, PC games all the freaking time. Like, Fate and Zoo Tycoon and all that other stuff. But a gamer in every which way... What do you mean Zoo Tycoon? It was all about Roller Coaster Tycoon. No, Jesus. Zoo Tycoon was like ten times better. What? Because he had unicorns Square and mermaids up. and all that. What? You kidding me? Anyway. First off, mermaids aren't... Whatever. Uh, anyway. Mermaids? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, being like a, a gamer as a kid, um, and a kid that had like a binder full of Pokemon cards, um, and... So wait, Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or Digimon? Pokemon? What the hell are you talking about? All right. That's fair. Are you kidding me? Why does me? no one like Digimon? Like, I, actually, I actually have a really funny story to share about Pokemon. So the I think it was the first 2D film with Mewtwo. Remember that one? 
have Mewtwo, what is it, Pokemon 2000? No, 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 Pokemon the movie, right? Pokemon the movie, Mewtwo, and yeah. Mew. That's, that yeah, movie. yeah. So, it was actually, I think, around the same time that Fix You by Coldplay came out. Mm. And stay with me. I'm with you, I'm with <laughs> you. I like Coldplay. I know, so I love Coldplay, it's my favorite band. Um, and I was in to film scores, right? And I loved movies because of the music and I love listening to movies and I just had this crazy imagination as a kid and I would just listen to to music all the time with lyrics or without lyrics and just come up with these like scenes in my head or these stories and or lyrics or poetry even so I was watching the Pokemon movie and the song fix you like came into my head as like a perfect match to um the scene at the end where they're mourning over ash's death over ash's death and i was like oh my god holy shit so what i did (laughs) okay i i think i had it i don't know if ipods were out i don't know i figured out how to play fix you at the same time that the scene of the movie was playing without sound and i was crying my eyes out i probably did that like <laughs> a couple times because i was like oh my god i'm so freaking emotional right now because i took a song that i appreciated already individually and i put it to a scene of a film that had to be pokemon and it synced up perfectly and i really appreciated now you should make like an amv i know i have to <laughs> With that, that'd be so sick. Like, it was fantastic. You, I'm not even kidding. You do that. It was so great, um, but yeah, I I recognize that that is a pretty dorky thing to have done, and this is coming from being like a person that was bullied for a long time, a good ten years of my life. I was bullied, and um, I really. Um, let's say hid from the world in these films and this music and these games because I felt a part of something and I felt like I was feeding my soul and there was more of a purpose to them just being enjoyed mm-hmm. and um, I appreciated everything that happened in the past in, in terms of that aspect of my life and um, being able to say, yeah, I freaking love Zelda and, you know, it makes me happy and, um, you know, conversing with people like you and our other mutual friend about... Black people? What? I'm messing up. <laughs> no. no. Our mutual friend, Connor. Um, when I told Connor about Majora's Mask, he, like, flipped out because he asked me, you know, something like, we all know Ocarina of Time or whatever, but we all know that the the best game is Majora's Mask and then they like freaked out. It's the best game, but I actually sucked at it. Oh my god, it was so good. It's hard. It's hard. It's so difficult. And then because I was good at Zelda, um, my neighbor uh, at the time, she was like a couple years younger than me, like found out that I was playing and she introduced me to Kingdom Hearts. And she was like, oh, this is way too hard for you. Like, I don't think you'll be able to do it. I was like, Kingdom That's a Hearts, challenge. Kingdom Hearts 1 was pretty tough. It was so tough, but I, it was nothing compared to freaking Majora's Mask. Mask. No, you kidding no. me? I felt more accomplished um, in Zelda than Kingdom Hearts because Kingdom Hearts was a bit, you know, 
repetitive in terms of like what you had to do. Yes. Um, whereas Medora's mask was absolutely not at all. Um, but then I went down the Kingdom Hearts realm, and that is very anime ask Final Fantasy. Yeah. You know that sort of realm. I love that realm, and you know. Did you play three yet? No. I'm so mad. I haven't either. It's because they said it was easy. Oh, really? Yeah. But and it's like you don't wait until we're <laughs> full-blown adults. I mean, I appreciate yeah. the time that they took. It's because we are full-grown adults. Yeah. And, yeah, of course we're going to buy it, but when we buy it, we may, like, set it to heart or some shit. Yeah. But it also has to think about... That's why, like, Pokemon, I'm a little mad at them. Yeah. Because Sun and Moon... Could have been really great games, mm. but the first, like, hour of gameplay is all automated. Oh, interesting. And, like, I did not... It was hard for me to, like, keep going after that, because yeah. I was just like, dude, I'm, I feel like I'm about to walk into another tutorial. Like, uh... like, I know how to play the game. Like, I understand there are some new mechanics, but that's that should be five minutes at best. And that's the funny thing. I never played Pokemon <gasps> as... I, I was more Harvest Moon... Oh my goodness. Like, build my own farm, like, all day and just manage it. <laughs> my dad my dad introduced me to emulators at a very young age. Oh, yeah. So, like, I had a Nintendo 64 at my mom's house. But at his house, since I couldn't take it over there, he he was really, he's very computer savvy. His, oh, wow. his job right now is all about computers. And, like, he makes very, very well off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he got me into emulators, and all I had all Nintendo sixty four games. So I would play like Harvest Moon, and it was pretty cool. The emulator would tell you it's like depending on what kind of computer you had, what would work and what would not work, and so like mm. some games wouldn't work because they're too much and stuff. But I really enjoyed like having that, and then you could like put cheats in too. So I'd be like, my farm would just prosper. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to do is plant something and then like go out of town and come back. Oh yeah, totally. What's up, Harvest Town? What's going on? But going back to being like a woman, being a female. Yes. Um, because we keep going on these. It's fine. It's It's so good. It's It's so good. Tanners are great, but I. It doesn't. I don't care what people think, in any way, and I love talking about it and owning it and and sharing it because it's a part of me now just as you know film and music are and my spirituality and my practices my rituals like it's just a part of who I am and a part of my soul I'm not attached to it I'm not one to like do cosplay or go to comic-con I've never been to comic-con but I'm I'm not that I'm not going down that direction. Huh? It's not that you're not that deep. It's, yeah. You just... Like, there's no posters on the walls. There's no... You don't have to be all that. No. Uh, No, it's fine, but let me just, like, that's where I am. Like, I have a chess set. I have Zelda chess set. And that's really the only... Yeah, it's right there. That's really the only thing in here that is a part of that side of my soul. Um... And there, there are some beautiful pieces of art that I would love to, you know, hang up and buy and have that are Zelda-based, are Kingdom Hearts-based, because mm-hmm. I also appreciate the art form. I think that 
it's beautiful and even like independent artists like doing their fan art is just amazing um but i i don't connect with a lot of women on these topics at all um because either they're not interested in it at all they don't even know what it is or mm. i you know i think it's it's less common to find connection in this realm of things with women than it is men honestly when i meet a girl and it depends and i'm not even like trying to like hit on them or not but like i try to tell people within the first like 10 minutes of how like otaku i or how weeby i am mm-hmm. just so it's not like a huge surprise well that's why we we connected too yeah i forgot how we even found out i think we were playing we were playing um beer pong and i was talking about it like we had to have because we were partners at elena's oh my god that's so funny yeah that's right that's right so and then maybe i said something like oh yeah you said something i think i think we did talk about legend of zelda for a little bit probably yes yeah yeah and believe me i love talking about it with anybody and then it's the same thing with you it's like when i find a female that i can connect with about it it's like oh my gosh and there are like three people in my life that are female that are in this world and um maddie one of them she um she's getting me into um D &D. dungeon and dragon i think so i still haven't played a game i want i was gonna play a game once when i was like on deployment and stuff when we had the time and they gave me the character card and i was gonna it's gonna be a dark elf (laughs) (laughs) for good time but then like some shit happened and that's a whole other direction that's imagination that's a totally different space because we don't see it I have a good imagination. Yeah. Like, my, my imagination is, is is trying at best. Yeah. Like I, when people say something, like, I'll be looking at you, but I'll be thinking of, like, 5,000 other different <laughs> things. And like, sometime, and, like, my filter is, like, the size of a donut, and it's, like, one of those 5,000 things. It hopefully is appropriate <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> and as I say it, I'm, like, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> like, oh it's, pretty, it's pretty terrible. Mm. But, like, so with the first question, the stigma attached to women who openly enjoy it, I feel like it may be, like, because, like, when you say, like, the people that, like, cosplay and stuff. Yeah. Like, sometimes in the anime realm, like, some... I don't, I don't know, because I don't really, like, try to, like, out these people. Yeah. Like, I just really appreciate the fact that they put work into the cosplay, or even wearing oh, it Oh, I the feel the place. same way. Yeah, because some people actually create their own cosplays, and then they yeah. also, they also order them, which is supporting someone who does, yeah. anime and stuff, and make these cosplays, but they may be, like, just wearing it or stuff for, like, profit, mm-hmm. but I don't know that. I'm yeah. Not, but I feel like some people, like, actually, like, care about these things. And that's and why I see, like, the whole stigma thing. Yeah, there's the, the opposite direction of that, though, too. The opposite on the spectrum of, like, people, like, making it so part of their identity that they get lost and they don't really know what reality is. Meaning, like, they will dress up, like, every day. They will wear the makeup. They will do the thing and they will act like the characters and they will... Well, that's like that, uh that snapchat thing i don't know it's, it's on snapchat and also like facebook too like the whole hooked on the look oh, i don't know that? i have no idea well they have like people that like 
are like really into like body alterations oh, or, like yeah, heavy yeah. makeup or like yeah like the whole like uh genderless alien thing oh interesting yeah it could be on the realm with that and i can understand that like that's, if that's i call to... that's that's usually called like either like like not it's not even like super weeb or taco like if someone can't make the disconnect that anime anime and life is life mm-hmm. then they're not a need which means like they don't want to face reality Correct. they do know it exists but they don't want to face it so they like stay inside yeah and those are needs mm-hmm. like they just don't go outside really maybe maybe to order like uber eats and shit <laughs> but like um i don't know what you want to call those people like they're just like, closed off and that's extreme right that is that's 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 that is where a stigma could pop up from. Yeah. Like, say, like... For instance, when people find out that, like, I watch anime... One, being black and watching anime is a whole nother thing. Because mm-hmm. most people don't expect it sometimes. Which is but now so it's, weird. But now it's actually very expected, because a lot of rappers that are coming out now, they're using anime in their songs, on their album covers, like... I mean, look at Kanye and whatever album that was. Kanye, Kanye did, like, cartoons... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he right. used 2D. Right. The, like, the I hadn't seen that like, before. Yeah. That I dope. hadn't seen that before. Like, right. connected to rap music, hip hop music specifically. And I was like, oh, that's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. So it was like, like, when oh, MySpace okay. was out. Yeah, when MySpace was out. The About Me, and you can, like, make your <laughs> yes! profile page. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Gangsta <laughs> Baby Looney Tunes. Oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> I had a freaking hoodie that had a gangster uh, Sylvester cell phone on it. Uh, Sylvester on it I wore that shit all the time even in the summer they were like aren't you hot and I'm like nah I'm comfortable I'm alright it's like it has AC in here it's a really big jacket yeah I feel like I just feel like there is a stigma and it just like sucks cause like it doesn't have to be I'm I'm not gonna treat someone differently if they don't if they don't watch anime but if they do I'm not gonna treat them different but I am definitely more comfortable and you want to connect with them more definitely that's the difference and it's like be you yeah you know as long as you're not lost in these different things and you're not like because if you look at my life there's so many different branches like from one end there's like anime zelda kingdom hearts all this other stuff and then you know i'm very spiritual i'm very grounded in all of my practices and you know, I don't get lost in either one. It's all about balance. It's yeah. like, you know, yes, enjoying a film. And, you know, I watch this movie once a month. It's called A Star is Born. It's not the new one. It's the the one with Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson, um, based in the 70s. And it's absolutely fantastic. And I cry every time. I get so emotional. And I, you know, become encompassed by it. And I feel all the feels, and I think it's because I really do relate to the character. Her name is Esther. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I come back. I come back to life. Yes, it's an experience, and I know what's coming every single time. But right. every single time, I allow myself to feel and be taken on this journey and, you know, go through the motions. But I'm not going to stay there and dwell in, you know, become sad because she's sad and all that stuff because it's I relate like, to the it's character like the so that much. Never really co- that never really leave college or like a fraternity. Yeah, it's like, like being that. stuck, like stagnant. You. Like, you know, that's it. 
what good would it do if I were to watch that movie every month and have an excuse to be like, you know, I'm really sad this week, so I'm not going to do anything. No. Reality is reality, and media is media. And I think that's the big difference, too, in, like, the spectrum. It's, like, not being not becoming so lost in, in something that's not a part of reality that you lose yourself entirely. Like a hopeless relationship. <laughs> you can give anime so much. Yeah. Like, what can anime give you? And that's what I'm, yeah. And that yeah. is honestly just like... And there's very intentional forms yeah. of it. Anime tries... I feel like anime is super, like, educational. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it wants to give you a lesson. It's just that... It's up to you. It's like when you get advice, like, if you want to use it or not. But if you want to overuse it, it's also dangerous and shit. Very true. Like, and for me, like, If you're when, trying to, like, Naruto run into Area 51, you're going to fucking get shot. Dude. Like, there you go. Especially if it's the leader, Naruto running. He was trash. <laughs> we're, we're doomed. That man ran into a bush, and they got it on camera. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my god. I was like, yo... You're trash. <laughs> but if 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 I were to watch something, right? Mm-hmm. What's going on in my brain is yes, I want to enjoy this for the visual aspect of it, but I'm sitting there and listening to it. That's what I do with film. That's what I do with TV series. That's what I do every time I go to the movie theater because it's a it. I can't turn it off. It's something about. M- myself that is so much more interested in in what I'm listening to than what I'm saying and you know that's intentional you know I'm I'm wanting to experience a piece of music sound that gives me a feeling that I can't explain and then I want to reflect on it later in ritual or practice or writing or whatever trying to figure it out on the piano it's like a whole thing and I, that's why I love film because I get to do that and you know sometimes I'm disappointed because the score is terrible or I just don't connect with it <laughs> depending on what it is not everything's good and not everything's okay. good but good. I go in it into the experience with that intention okay I like it yeah it's low key a ritual and it's not always a good offering at the end but the ritual's there so I, I I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I don't know what my ritual is per se. Yeah. Like, or your intention. My intentions with watching anime is to like just like talking about it. And that's great. I just love talking about it. Talking about it is or is like making my own opinions about it. Why not? Which is crazy. Expression. So like, obviously, how I met you is through Elena mm-hmm. and Elle. Mm-hmm. And how I met Elena is through L, and how I met L is through Comic Con. Comic Con, I've always talked about anime with like friends, but I never like talked about it with people who I've never met before. Yeah. Or I just walk up to people and like bring it up within like the first couple minutes until I went to Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. I realized how how good I was at it, or like how good I was at the speaking people, and it was really after like a hard time in my life when I was just getting through my divorce. Yeah. And stuff, and it was just like I realized I like. I, I shouldn't be like ashamed of watching like anime. Sometimes I, sometimes I feel like it'd be like a deal breaker mm. to some people. But I found out if like if you can talk about something that you're very passionate about, sometimes no matter what it is, 
Because you can't be into, like... Killing people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he'd be like, I'm really passionate about murder. Yeah. Like, now, listen to me. Listen to me. Picture the scene. Plastic everywhere. Bleach in the corner. You know what I'm talking about. Like, oh you can't, you can't, like, you can't talk to that to anybody. No. Like, platonically or otherwise. Yeah. And not expect 911 to be fucking called. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he drives a Jeep Cherokee. Like, black license print says M-U-R-D. Oh my god. Please come here. Like, you just can't. And, um... But I, I, what I realize is that me talking about anime passionately to people who I've ever met, it really gives a better first impression. I was never fake. It was just, I never talk about it. Yeah. You know, I have other things like, like how I'm a cook and stuff. I would usually put that out there first. But now I'm... I just don't understand why your interest in anime and your passion for anime would be a deal breaker. Because that's something you enjoy, and it's right. harmless. You're not hurting anybody. You're not negatively affecting anybody or anything. It's something that you enjoy. And something like that, the essence of that, whatever you en- enjoy should not be a deal-breaker. A deal-breaker is like, um, do you have integrity? If not, it's not going to work. <laughs> are you selfish? If you are, it's not going to work. Like Things like that. It's like but enjoying something like a form of media like I don't think that's a deal breaker I think it's more of like the people who who are turned off by it mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the correct phrase but that's, that's pretty correct yeah it, I feel like it's because they're ignorant of what it actually is and what it means to you Ooh, what a good word you know what I mean ignorant because I don't hold back on my Zelda stuff you heard my ringtone I, I mean did. it's not I'm, I'm not I hiding it. When I heard it again, I was like, oh. I'm so not good. hiding it. You're I'm not. not putting it in a box and storing it in the attic. I'm very open about it. I'll answer any question that, you know, comes along. But I don't see um, being passionate about a form of media as a deal breaker. Unless it was, like, pornography, child pornography, or, you know. Wait, child pornography and pornography? Or no, just I'm pornography? just child pornography. <laughs> Okay, I'm like, I like porn. Pornography's fine. (laughs) As adults, pornography is fine. Child pornography, you know what I mean? Like, that's a form of media. Yeah, definitely. And, like, yeah, I don't... You know, media, that's all about, again, like, killing people over and over and over and over again, and you get hyped up on that, and, like, that's kind of strange, and I don't want to be around that. But I I think it's ignorance. I don't think it's deal-breaker. And I think you feel that it's a deal-breaker because... I did at one point. Yeah, because it's personal but like ever since that it's like obviously right now i'm single but it's like every time i would talk to a girl and maybe i see like at the club or like out in town or something yeah like but i do have like this weird thing where i don't talk to girls who are working like if we're at like a restaurant i do mm. not hit on like the waiter mm. wait- well obviously waitress but um it's just like i don't know it just feels weird for me I've only, I think I've only done it recently once, and that was because I was extremely drunk, so. But I feel like you should tap into that a little bit more, because the person that you're supposed to be with and connect with should respect it, at least. Right. And how are they going to know to respect it or not? Well, I mean, now, yeah, I talk about it, and, like, yeah. and ever since I have, like, I've never, it's never been told 
that it was a deal breaker. So obviously that was just all internal. feeling. It was all feeling. Yeah, right? it was all. It was my own personal stigma, dummy. Yeah. You know? But that's a lot different. And then, so like the final wrap up of this, which I wish I had written it down, because now it's just gonna be off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel as if children, boy or girl, should watch anime? Or, like, obviously, like, obviously not, like... The stuff that we're... Yeah. Every anime, you know? Yeah, no. Do you Um, think... Because my daughter, she watches anime with me. Yeah. And we watch, like, One Piece and stuff like that. What's the the fantasy-esque one? The... Oh, man... And it's a, like a super fun intro, and they're no, they're not superheroes, but they have they go to like the job board, and then they pick pick a a thing to go deal with. Mm. Oh my god, what is it? Oh, is story. It story. Story time. Story. Story time. No, that's wrong. Um, what is it? Is it anime? It's an anime. It's really good. What's it called? Oh, it's gonna drive me absolutely What's the main insane. Character look like? There's not really a main character. Okay. One of the main characters, one of the, you know, they have um, keys, and then they whip out a key, and it's like a special like creature or, or person to help them out on their their thing. The fuck. Oh my god, it's so good. I've never watched. This. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Maybe it is story time. That doesn't sound right though. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it's really really good. I I would, you know, if I had children, I would allow them to watch that for sure because yeah. it's all positive you know i will fun. say the first anime i let my daughter watch granted she was like two months old mm. but we were watching attack on titan and i was just like like 10 minutes in i was like you know what this is probably not okay because mm-hmm. there's a lot of murder in that. yeah i was like ah. i mean we can compare it to like me not allowing my children to watch Pinocchio. Because that's like... Well, like, first of all, like... Like, there's a scene where he gets drunk, and then it's pretty dark in terms of, like, treatment. You know, I haven't watched and, Pinocchio since... Oh, God, you should watch it, because it's pretty disturbing. Adult. Is it? Yeah, I appreciated it when I was a kid, because I had no idea what the hell was going on, but right. once I got alarmed, I'm like, oh, shit, okay, that's what was happening. And, you know, it's just horrible bullying, and I don't, I didn't appreciate it as an adult at all, and I would, I would not allow my children to watch it. And that's 2D. That's Disney 2D. Classic Well, classic Disney, Disney wasn't meant for kids. No. It was meant for adults. Mm-hmm. But of course, since it's 2D, it's like, oh. Yeah, well, it's like kids watch it. Yeah. But... That's a good example of like yeah even like a Disney film I'm not gonna allow. That's fair. Nickelodeon. I would I would not allow my children to watch Death Note until they were like teenagers. I probably wouldn't let them watch that. No. I wouldn't let my kids watch like controversial ones. I would let my kid watch Fooly Cooly though. Yeah, I mean it really just depends on like how positive it is and if it's gonna negatively affect your child's emotional and mental states. Oh gosh. You know what I mean? That makes total sense. Because, like, Sailor Moon and Yuyasha, you know, I really hate that anime. Because <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's woman empowerment. It's fantastic. But it's kind of wrong reasons. Yeah. It's, like, she can make him sit. 
Yeah. I'm just saying it. It's like. I get okay. it. Like just like there's toxic masculinity, there can be you know. Come on now. Give him, give him space. Or whatever. Yeah. We're not gonna get into that, but. Okay, so. You have somewhere to be at six. I do. Does it take you long to get ready? No. Okay. We got time. Okay. Just making sure. I don't want to, like... No, we got time. Make you rush, you know? I'm not rushing. Alright. So. Final question. Final question. Once again. Off the dome. There could be another final question. We don't know. Oh, gosh. (laughs) One more final question. One more final Uh, question. Okay. So... Now, say you're in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. that isn't into anime. Mm-hmm. And Which has happened plenty of times. Really? Yeah. And how did that go for you? Fine. Really? Because it's... I'm not going to force someone to watch something. I'm right. not going to force someone to like something. It, it kind of becomes a part of like my downtime, my independent time to like be with myself. What if they do not give you that downtime? then I should not be in that relationship. That never really happened. Really? Yeah. I've never experienced that amount of... Well, that's not true. Um, I've had experienced, like, very controlling relationships, but nothing about, like, what I was watching or, like, what I was enjoying. To the point where, like, I, I couldn't have me time to watch something. Well, I'm on the other side. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to talk shit. Yeah. But, yeah. It was to the point where, like, it was with video games and anime and, like, because I don't really like watching, like, not, I was going to say 3D, but, like, real person shows, like, Orange is the New Black. Sure. All that other stuff. Obviously, like, I watch Game of Thrones. Cause, you know, that was it's the best amazing. Seven, best seven seasons ever. Oh, my God. Know? Eight was trash. Um, <laughs> we're not going to talk about eight. No. We're not going to say eight. Anyway, so, but like, it was to the point where there was this PS4 game that came out. It was a MOBA. It's called Paragon. Mm-hmm. And me and my homeboy, we played it all the time together. But I say all the time. I don't mean all the time. Mm-hmm. So it was like whenever my ex was like sleeping. Sure. Or she wasn't there. Yeah. Because when she was there, I couldn't play it. Oh, interesting. Because it wasn't one of those games you could pause. Yeah. And she wanted to watch Netflix on the TV. Mm-hmm. So literally, and he, he had the same shit. So like he couldn't play it while she was there. Mm-hmm. And she'd be asleep. So it would be funny as hell. We, we, we both fucked each other over. Because like, if you want to get out of the game, you have to like log out of the game while you're in the game. And that will give you, like, a five-minute, like, ban on playing any games for a while. Because you, like, you obviously, like, screwed over your team. Yeah. Because, like, uh, it's five versus five. Yeah. So, what would happen is she would wake up, and we'd be on the mics, and I'm like, bro, I gotta go. <laughs> he's like, wait, no, 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 no. Mm. Gone. And he texts me, and he's like, bro, come on, man. Mm. Now it's four against five. I'm like, I'm sorry. And he would do the same thing to me. Yeah. So that's one side of the spectrum. Another one was couldn't watch anime for mm. like a while. Like she after like and near the end of it, 
she tried like watching anime with me yeah and stuff which I appreciated but st- and still when it wasn't it wasn't like the same because she wasn't super into it and I didn't mind that but you could definitely tell because she would be the type people like you ever been with, you, ever, you ever watch Netflix with someone and on their phone the entire time and not like actually watching it or are you that type of person? yeah and it's I like, pay att- yeah I try to pay as much attention right. as I possibly can but I'm talking like Netflix is on and she's just yeah I'm like bro what the hell? but it's also like when, when people are like like together even in like big groups and they're just on their phones like getting out getting dinner or like just out at a park or whatever and everyone's on their phone like not paying attention that's just the society we live in it's now. terrible it's absolutely terrible i try to put my phone like not face down because what i make what i like to do is that we're at a group big group and like people put their phones face down it's like oh we got a bunch of hoes in here don't want people to see what's on the phone huh mm. face down thoughts all of you. I for me it's more of like I don't want to see if I have a text message or an Instagram notification or whatever the heck not. You know, it's I just I want to be present as much as I possibly can. Right. And it's like set to be like if there's an emergency like from my mother or whatever, I'm going to you know, she's going to be able to get through to me. But I have those like in in case of emergency contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like obviously my daughter's daycare, they were calling yeah. me and like my phone will ring no matter what. It's just in case. Or like whoever's watching my kid at the time. Yeah. But in terms of, like, that, not being able to watch it... That sucks. It's, you know, that's all about the journey of finding someone that appreciates you and respects you and your interests. It's You don't have to be a part of each other's every single thing or part of life. It's like you don't have to be one person. And I feel like a lot of people... I was having a really good conversation about relationships the other day with a close friend of mine, and um, one of the main things was, you know, you don't have to be uh, one being. You don't have to expect, um, like, you don't have to go into a relationship expecting that you guys are going to be generally the same in terms of like interests and goals and things Mm -hmm. because that's not realistic right and having some difference differences is so much more beneficial than having all of the same interests at any given moment same food and you know it turns into like a codependency issue and like all this other stuff so it's like you know i i understand the video game aspect of it because I dated a guy who was very controlling, and that's all he would do, is just play video games while I was there. And we we were not long distance, but I drove like a good hour to see him and him, you know, to me. And I didn't want to spend time watching him play video games. And it was like... Well, in that case, I understand that. You know what I mean? It's like, like it's, it's a respect thing. Like, if you want to enjoy something... Um, that I don't necessarily enjoy or can't even like be a part of schedule time to do it when I'm not around that's all because if if you want to make plans with someone and spend time with them you should be spending time with them and it's either include them in what you're already doing or you know do something else that you both can enjoy and we'll pull back to like the integrity part where you said yeah I do have integrity so I will say 
It was only that video game Because <laughs> yeah. we did play Black Ops Zombies uh, together Yeah Man, I hate zombies mm-hmm. I, It's just not not your thing. It was it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was just like you said, it wasn't my thing. I enjoyed the multiplayer one a lot better than like these zombies that like it's hard as fuck to kill. So I mean, but we still played that together, and I will say I did enjoy those moments. Yeah. And like I said, we did try to watch anime together. So I was like, there was I said, I'm not throwing her under the. There was bus. no force. There was trying. Right. And you tried. Our relationship and... ended off of totally different terms. And that's okay. So. But I get I get what I get the question and I get what. The intention behind it was and like you said like i was just talking to this girl that i actually have a date with on thursday but like um Ooh. stop you know just dating busters so exciting yeah it's kind of um <laughs> it is um so <laughs> you're allowed to be excited i am because we had like a micro date yesterday oh cool yeah so we went to we went shopping because i had to go get this and she had to go get makeup so why not combine yeah and it was fun. So, I told her that the problem with, like, dating nowadays is, like you said, like, people are scared to lose themselves in dating. Yeah. But they still want to do it. It's like Tinder and everything is out right now. Like, people want to meet new people. Yeah. And try to experience dating. But they're also, like, just scared of what could come from it. Which is like heartbreak and all that, all, all this stuff, like trauma, emotional trauma. Physical, like, dating is literally gambling with one's mm-hmm. emotional self. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And sometimes physical, depending on like how, how terrible that momentary time in your life is. Yeah. And it's like super scary. Yeah. I was actually um, in another conversation with someone about relationships and dating specifically like because i'm single too and it's dating is obnoxious i'm just gonna say it's like it's it's energy draining it's emotionally draining because i don't date often i'm very much intentional with who i spend time with in my life whether that's a friend or romantic or family whatever so and the what we're talking about was the mindset of um, this mindset that many people have. I don't have this, but, you know, having this checklist of things that they need in a partner, especially when it comes to future plans and, you know, having a house, having kids, living here, having you know, this career, da 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 you know, the list having goes debt, on. Having debt, having mouths to feed. Yeah. Having a like, soul-sucking job. That's, <laughs> but, you know, like, that's not realistic. And one of the things that we were talking about regarding myself personally was the whole kid thing. I don't necessarily want children. And I've really opened up to the idea of adoption in the future. Um, Do you want to adopt my kid? <laughs> no. I love her, but you can have her. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't want to bear my own children, and that's okay. Um, I'm not ashamed of that, and I speak about it very openly. People need to but, adopt more, anyway. But the difference in what I was saying to her when it comes to, like, yes, it's kind of on the list, 
but it's on the list only to like to find someone who doesn't want children only in the extremity of wanting children meaning like I want kids in this amount of years I want a boy and a girl and I want da, 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 da. like specifics of like you know I I want children for this reason or another and it's like I can't date or be in a relationship with someone that has a timeline who has like this yearning to be a father I can't I, I can't do it because I'm not aligned with that at all. I can be aligned with someone and date someone and be in a relationship with someone where, you know, they are open to having children um, and they're thinking about having children and open to the idea of adoption down the line but doesn't have such a rough expectation. Does that make sense? You will bear my children. Well, seriously, when it was a third date with someone and he sat me down and, and we were... Over, you know talking over dinner and he goes I want children in five years and basically asked if I could do that for him and I said no and it was a couple of years ago what did you say it's just the first date the third date oh that's the third the oh third. he's he's in within re- no no motherfucker's crazy. crazy but that's what I'm saying it's like you know we gotta stop being so <laughs> it was date. very uncomfortable it was very uncomfortable but Jeez. you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like that's how we do the poke a hole in a con. Like why can't we just focus on the connection? Right. And building that relationship with someone, creating your life, their life, and supporting each other through it. Instead of this whole becoming one person, total union, one life, one love sort of thing. It's like, no, you still are very much independent people. And if you do want to become parents, nurture the relationship that you have with each other as much as you possibly can for as long as you can. Because it's like, oh, I want to be mother. Oh, I want to be a father. Then dating turns into, oh, I need to find the father of my children or the mother of my children. It's like, no, we can't skip the whole connection here. Right. It's like, that's like a child in itself. You have to nurture it. You have to nourish it. And if we go into the intention of like when it in terms of dating like i want to get married i want to have kids i want to do all that you're totally missing the point you know what i mean yeah cuz anything can happen anything this is so true I know. can freaking happen I know. so it's like changing the mindset set of like you know i really want to enjoy someone else's company i want to connect with another person I want, you know, a sexual relationship, whatever it is. It's like, focus on the connection and the space that you're holding for each other. And then all the rest of the stuff will happen after. I thought that was very enlightening. It was very enlightening. It was a very interesting conversation. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, just to throw that in there. No, it's like part of yes. this podcast is like to help with like people who are in relationships. Mm-hmm. that watch anime or people who are struggling to get in relationships because they think they watch they too much anime but like honestly it's not it's never the case yeah. it really isn't and for like you said the not want to be a singularity like I honestly my friend asked me like could I ever date someone that is exactly like me and mm. I'm like I'm pretty pretty crazy i don't know <laughs> i don't I'm know like because if she's exactly like me 
I mean, she eats butt, and like she's not eating my butt. That's not happening. Preference. I say that's not happening, but my ex was. <laughs> Anyways, let me uh, stop. Let me stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting over here like, what, what is, is this going? What is happening? <laughs> JK, no. But, like, I honestly, like, yearn for, like, duplicity with my partner. Like, I don't, not to say I don't want her to be the same, but if she is, that's fine. Yeah. We're not going to be completely the same person. It's that codependency thing. It's yeah. It's like becoming so attached to one like, another. I can, I can be kind of clingy. Yeah. I'll be real. Like, not that I have to talk to you every day, but I yearn to talk to you every day. And if, that's if I don't, fine. And if I don't, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be an asshole about it. It's just going to be, I'm, it's like how distance makes the heart fonder. Yeah. Well, with me, if like, if I don't talk to you within like a certain amount of time. Yeah. Like the next time I see a text or like hear from you, I'll be really glad I did. Yeah. And like, so... For me, I, I forget to explain this to people I talk to. Friends or not, I'm, like, kind of Minnesota about communication. Mm. Where it's like, I really gotta text this person back. <laughs> or else I feel like I'm a demon. I, <laughs> like, I, I kind of feel the same way. I'm very... I think I have... I'm just very structured. Mm-hmm. And I like to get back to people as soon as I can. Exactly. So I... I take that into both personal and business related communication and it's just because I wanted to I want to be treated in the same way. I want a response in a ma- in a decent amount of time, yeah, not like, like would, a week later. I would want that, but then I also explain like I don't require that. Yeah, it's not a requirement. Cuz it's, it's not it's no. not it doesn't it doesn't bug me as much as one would think. So it's it's like and like if you do like, not talk to me for a couple of weeks, and then you come back, and, like, I just recently, uh, it's like, like do I want she to talk about ghosted it? me, I would say, and I told her, I was like, I honestly thought she ghosted me, or something, mm-hmm. like, I, maybe I was coming on too strong. Yeah. And she's like, no, I was just working. And I was like, cool. Well, I'm done pursuing her, obviously, because, like, I just don't want to, like, she said she's busy, so, like, she's, she's always going to be busy. That's yeah. fine. I'm not... I do my best to like think from other people's perspective yeah. when I tr- when I like when I obviously I'm like I'm dating and stuff like I don't want to and usually I don't want it's, all their time yeah but like a little time and it's usually about them more than it's about you right and I, also, I was recently ghosted like four days ago or not four days ago but like I met him four three days ago gave him my information i don't have any of his and i haven't heard anything and to me that's kind of like ghosting it's like why did you ask for my information in the first place if you're not going to do anything with that and then i realized what might have been for a video you're in california could have been a youtuber no 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 it was a very genuine connection and good conversation and all that but um then it's like it doesn't have anything to do with me because I haven't done anything. Literally nothing is happening. So it's more of like, yeah, the information is in his hands and he can do whatever he wants with it, whether that's deleting it or pursuing something. So it's like, it's more what's happening internally with him mm-hmm. than me. I got you. 
That makes that makes total sense. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm not gonna take that personally, but it is annoying. Some girls like do. being Some, ghosted. Some girls, people, people, and like it's annoying. Like they'll go meet someone, and then like they say like maybe a genuine connection, and maybe it could be like they haven't felt that way in a long time, or like they just feel like oh this could, or maybe they they kind of think crazy like this could be the one. And then, Oh, yeah. Get down key, that rabbit hole. They either get low-key ghosted, like, some shit happens. Yeah. You know? Like, maybe he fucking got his phone eaten by wolves, you know? <laughs> phone eaten by wolves. This world is crazy. I you don't know? even know. Any, the toilet thing, phone in the toilet, whatever. Um, that shit happens. You know? But this is what I say every time. If it's supposed to be, it will be. Whatever's supposed to happen will happen. So, giving it to the universe in that way. That's better than that's better to say than like let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. Because right. my my thing about that, Jesus is most likely Asian. But uh, just saying, I'm not gonna give this dude doesn't even have a license. The wheel to my car. No, thank you. Of mm-hmm. oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I said that joke at like I think a Filipino household. They all thought it was really funny, except oh, for wow. one person. Oh, God. They're like, that's not funny. I got an accent the other day. And then I was like... Well, to just, like... I was like... <laughs> just say the universe. You know, just <laughs> giving it to the universe. It's but, like, since the majority liked it, I was like, so who was driving them? Oh, my God. <laughs> and her family cracked up again. But, like, me and that person, obviously, aren't cool. But me and that girl broke up, so it's fine. There you go. Whatever. Move on. Moving on. But yeah, that is going to be, that's going to be, that was, that was really the final question because we went off. That's fantastic. That that's fantastic. Yes. Cool. Now in the description, you're going to say like, it's about this, 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 and this. Well, yeah. It's Because uh, like, I wanted, obviously, new mic, guys. I spot this new mic. It's the Yeti Blue Baby Girl Mic. Mm. So sexy. Anyway. It's a really cool mic. No, it is. Nice condenser USB mic. Definitely top of the line, guys. Got it from Best Buy. This is not sponsored. I'm just talking about the equipment. But thank you guys so much for listening. And I want to start doing Q&A. So I'm going to be sending out the link for the Q&As. All you have to do is like you can send me a voice message or just email me at blkjok 3 twitch at gmail.com that is blackjoketwitch at gmail.com you guys can email me there send me any questions through that or just go to the facebook page that i have instagram at blackjoketv blkjok3 tv and now we're gonna get some of jess's information because like i said guys she makes these websites check her out jess yeah um so you can contact me by going to the Method.net. It's T-H-E-M-E-R-A-K-I method.net. And my email is missjess at the Method.net. Um, we'd love to connect and we'd love to connect not just on website inquiries, but you know, if you're interested in yoga, if you're interested in the eight limbs of yoga specifically, or um, you're you know, want to connect over media, if you want to connect over Zelda, if you want to connect over relationships, like, 
you know, I can see us doing this again, actually, yes. and, like, answering people's questions or, you know, even having, like, something directly on relationships or on Zelda or just on specific stuff. I'd love to come back and talk. But, yeah, my Instagram is old soul open heart. Um, so give me a follow and, you know, direct message me if you have any insights or questions or whatever. I'm open. She said slide into those DMs. <laughs> That's what she just gave you permission to do. In, <laughs> in, a, in the most professional Thank manner. Thank you very much. Yes, no dick pics. No, please, please God, don't. Lord. That's or not, eggplants. I'm or not peaches. about that. I'm not about that. Send the peaches to me. <laughs> just saying. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, this is episode She, Women in Anime. Hope you guys got some insight and good like quality content to like take back to your minds and think about what's going on in this world right now and like i brought up earlier about the whole kyoto fire like granted that was literally like like last month but it still rang true like that that whole ordeal is just crazy because that anime studio pumped out really good anime and not even just that they supported the dreams of many it was one of it was one of the one of the better anime studios that treated their employees really well Cause like there's always dark sides to the business game with anything, and Kyoto the studios they did a really good job, and they shouldn't they didn't deserve that fire. So if you guys are donating to like the cause to help them rebuild, which I'm pretty sure they they have they have a lot of funding right now, then that's good. Just keep your condolences to their families that they lost, and. Just keep watching anime, guys. Just keep being animated in life. Keep keep enjoying what you love and having a passion for this wonderful art form or any art forms that you enjoy past this. And if you really need to have like these harsh talks with people or that you're in a relationship with, like pertain to what you like and if like you feel like you can't enjoy it with them, just ask for some me time. It's really easy. Just be as you don't have to be one of, you don't want to be forceful or like rude about it. You just want to be very conscious of what they're thinking and honestly just make compromises. It's the best way. Healthy compromises. Healthy ones. But if you're dealing with someone who dwells in the world of double standards, that's a whole nother story and that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Parker Senpai and Just Marie Lorraine. <laughs> I was like, what are you waiting for? Signing <laughs> <Are you> waiting? <laughs> out. <laughs> Bye.